Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. This is The Potty with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Humans of the electronic world, it's time for the trim, trim, trim. Healthy, healthy, healthy. Podcast. With Serene Pearl and I'm Danny V. And we're back in your ears. Giving it to you again. We're so glad you joined and we actually have a beautiful podcast and for you. always in the background are Leslie Pops and John, producer John. Always. Ready to show up yes. at a moment's notice. Was that my worst intro Points ever? of wisdom. Yeah, I'd give it a two. I just try things, you know? And they don't always work. the atmosphere. Yeah. I don't think if, if, if John and Leslie, well, he wouldn't be able to do it without John. He wouldn't be pressing the buttons, would he? But yeah. um, but with John and Leslie weren't here, we just I just don't think the wouldn't be right. would be right to even bring one word. Hateful. The heart yeah. has a circumference mm-hmm. that is measurable on <laughs> devices. I don't know where you're going with that. The it, point do you? is, is that their hearts have entered our space, <laughs> he and they bring his mouth. A but vibe. listen, we know what he's talented at, right? Yeah. That that intro, he's worth his 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 wage because you know what he said. Podcast, cast, cast. But I was in my head. I was when he'd done the first little echoes. Uh, in my head, I was going with him, and I went podcast, podcast, podcast. How corny! He knew to just take the last part and to echo the last because he was professional. He knew to the very skill, the nth of the skill of of such an introduction. I thought it was corny, but I loved Thank it. You, Serene. No, I was so wowed. I was like, he knew not to say the full word podcast. Um, that the echo would only be the last, oh, the last syllable, the see? last. Thing. She gets it. Serene, yeah. you're getting wool socks for Christmas. Oh, I, was just, I was moved. Moved by the skill of it all. Okay. By the skill of it all. <laughs> I just love it. Serene just wants I believe more the children today. are future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Now keep going really good. Sing it your best. I feel <coughs> it. Yeah, I want the best. Tate Tito too. No, I wasn't feeling it. In what style though, Michael Bolton? Give them a sense of pride. Is that Bolton? Could be. No, you could be. Make it easier. Let the children's laughter. Who is that? It's like the KFC owner. That's good. It's just movement. Mind how we used to be. I decided, come on. I decided long ago. Woo! I'm out. You keep stopping and we want more. But Never to walk in anyone's shadow. Oh, yeah, that was a little flat. That was flat. Turn it off. The podcast is done. I've I've ruined your day. I was like, there. I was like, we need to. This quit your healthy mama. We'll be his manager. We'll take this guy on the road. I actually thought you were going to hit I'm crying now. I thought you were and I saw Charlie flying the choruses over and over and over. I thought he was going to hit the oh. note. <laughs> I thought you were, but oh you didn't. Goodness, that was so good. I can actually sing, and I'm not going to ever you do can, it. You know the actually... only reason he went flat as his manager? Was <laughs> <laughs> the only reason he went flat was nerves. Okay. Huh? 
I had nervous. I really the shower, he hits it every time. Guys, I, I actually, I actually <laughs> pooped a little. <laughs> my mascara's in my eyes. Not, not anything of consequence, <laughs> oh. but enough. okay. Well, people tuned in here for meat and stuff. I They're like, some. get on with it. But we I just, got some. I we're got just some. indulging ourselves. I right got now. some. This is part two. If you've ever, if you ever listened to Serene's Hope. This is part two. I don't really get to hear about all the st- the stuff that happens, you know, on the social media or, or any of the the, um, uh, the the voice that comes back from you guys mm-hmm. because I'm just kind of like unplugged. But Pearl actually rung rung me up on the phone, good old fashioned phone, and um and said, "Hey, there has been a really big response to that party. There's been so many." No, women. don't underdo it, Serene. I said I've never had such a response to the party called Serene's Hope. Of of women that have been through similar things, Serene, or way more and, and, intense than what I've been, and through. and didn't even realize they were stuck in the longing of something that was, and um, it was so helpful. Or some to people them. that so realized because they were so in that hole they couldn't rise out, and somehow, yeah. So and it was nothing to do with to do with my words because th- th- I was stuck in a hole, and really, um. Like just really in a in a in a in a pothole of of grief, and it was God's revelation to me. It was a gift, had nothing to do with me, and, and I was just be glad to 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 be that conduit. And um and that's why I'm here again to cringe, cringe, read from my journal. I just I don't like I said I don't write in journals, and this is probably going to be the end for a year or so. Hopefully, hopefully I don't have any more trials to walk through um, of that magnitude to my heart um because i of course we go through trials as humans but uh, the ones that make me write in the journal are the, are the uh, they're, ones. Uh, they're hard ones. yes so so i'm not gonna be you know reading from my journal hopefully um ever again to you guys but um i just wanted to there was a there was a pothole again for me i i, I real i had great um uh just burdens lifted off me with the revelation to not long for the past but that longing was only meant for the future to have a longing to have a desire for the future and to not long for things that we can't change that that are yesterday um and so that was an incredible revelation but then i started having this um thing that would cloud over me and it would just be well i'll read and then you'll hear what it was that clouded over me and then i'm just going to read just that and then we're going to bring it and i'm going to get danny and pearl to help me flesh it out to bring it to how this affects us in our trim healthy journey so uh, this is just my journal again i'll say me i'll say we i'll say you and it doesn't mean you it's just my way of talking to the world in my book sometimes um, a heavy impression presses into my mind oh the loss all that I have lost, it feels so easy and natural and almost the perfect question to ask my mind to delve deep and retrace and search the vastness of the loss and the extent of its thieving. I want to ask all my emotions to join this inner process of rediscovering the loss and experiencing again a new even more thoroughly experiencing again or now even more thoroughly experiencing the pain and the emptiness. My mind wants to do a thorough accounting and at quite regular intervals of all that is lost to me. What have I lost through this experience is my question. And then I feel a pull to answer just as I have described, but I can't. I feel I feel this incredible pull, but I can't or better put, and I wrote this, this is right here in my journal, Pearl. Um, I put not, not can't, I don't. I don't do that type of thing. I don't answer this quite type of question uh, because of Pearl's revelation <laughs> that she shared with us on the party about the identity of we don't say can't, we say we don't. 
because because Kant is like, and now I'm not reading from my journal, but you were explaining to us, Pearl, that Kant is like, oh, I wish I could. Yeah. I really want to. But well, it I'm takes away our this, authority. Yes, it takes away authority. But, oh, I don't do that means you've decided something because mm-hmm. of a strength of conviction. Okay. And so back to my party. Anyway, it's not that she can't, but it's a decision of I don't do that because she is empowered by her revelation and information that makes her the strong one who chooses health and is no longer enslaved to healthy ideas like I wish, but I can't. So I'm sidetracked, but the point, and I wrote that in my journal, I'm sidetracked. But the point is I don't go there. I don't run through the inventory of losses and disappointments because of a tug in my spirit, a whispered but firm revelation that what I have lost is an, what have I lost is an illegal question. It is not allowed in my hard drive, like an old-fashioned DVD player, DVD player that just spits the disc out if it's defective. I won't read or play the context contents i override the incoming error and spit it out usually we ask questions to find truth we interrogate the mystery to bring light to the shrouded truth we ask questions so deceived will not be our destiny and as a believer my life is redeemed all that touches my life or is allowed by my sovereign father in my life is redeemed too all things work together for good for those who love the lord and are called according to his purposes Romans 8, 28, Psalms 139, 5, you go before me and follow me. You placed your hand of blessing on my head. Other translations say you hem me in, and I love that picture. A commentary I love on this verse say you beset me with all-seeing providence. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? (laughs) Serene. (laughs) This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. And in my journal, I say back to my point. If our question doesn't bring light on a subject or uncover the real truth, if our question brings only darkness, where we feel like we are only stumbling along in life, then it is a question of error. It should be spit out of our mind and discarded. Just like we can block someone's number on our phone, we block these kind of questions and musings. If God is for me, who can be against me? God makes beautiful every dark plan of the enemy. If I let him, he redeems, restores, rewards, renews, and reveals his great love through every trial of my life. What the enemy meant for evil, he turns it for good. With the knowledge of God's goodness and beautiful sovereign weaving, I ask the proper question, what have I gained? Hmm. This is the question that brings light and truth. This is the question that pierces the darkness. This question is productive and pro-life. And I'm not even talking about, you know, social issues. I'm saying it's, it's anyway, that I would just keep reading from my journal. You, you get it. This is the question that allows God into my situation to redeem it and to reinvent it. So I haven't lost two beautiful babies in 2020. I've gained them. I have hmm. had the most fruitful year of my life. I have never through God, given life to two babies in one short year before. Sam, that's my husband. Sam and I have been filling heaven in eternity. I feel, t- I feel tender to not know them this, on this whisper of a vapor side of eternity, but I rejoice in the life and treasure that has been birthed into existence and into the reality and glory of heaven. I have gained a precious weight of glory. Romans 8.18 says, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth 
comparing with the glory that is, is to be revealed to us. So, and I'm almost done, guys, so you don't have to keep on with my cringy cringe, but so I excitedly and with anticipation of massive truth and light to be revealed by my question, I go deep, I probe, I amuse, I search, I leave nothing uncovered. I let my emotions of thankfulness feel deeply and experience favor and love and detailed devotion from my wonderful heavenly dad. I ask, what have I gained? And then I wrote down quickly what I've gained through my situation. It's huge, Serena. I, I wrote, huge. I've gained life. And this is personal to me. So I'm just reading my journey. I have gained life. I have gained a heavenly perspective. I have gained a long-term paradigm. I have gained patience. And this patience has made me to feel at rest. I have gained close family times as we all came close together to grieve and support each other. I've gained a stronger marriage. I have gained beautiful memories of deep soul talks with Sam, that's my husband, consoling, encouraging each other and talking about God's heart for us and our heavenly children. I have gained a deeper understanding into the endless love of a mother's heart. I've gained strength of spirit, mind and emotion. I've gained a window of compassion and reverence into the grieving of mothers who have lost further along and into the years of childhood. I've gained health because my body prospers even as my soul prospers. I have gained truth and a deeper, deeper refuge or cozy nest inside the massive arms of my God. And so that's that, ending that. I don't even stuff. know what to say about that. Rain. I don't even know how. But it was huge though because I, and I was telling you, Pearl, that like I get all excited like, oh, Thanksgiving, oh, Christmas is coming up, oh, let me decorate the house. And then, whoomph, this big cloud of, Remember, take inventory of what you've lost. Take inventory. Serene, just keep talking while we sit in your glory. <laughs> no, it's got nothing to do with me, but I felt like the Lord say, this tug in my spirit say, no, no, no. That's that's not even a question. Question's meant to bring life and truth. That that brings darkness. I don't know. We could just turn the party off now. I mean, I'm just like ruminating over this. Like, it's like yes, Selah. Yes, it's for Selah you and, and all that you've gone through, but in, in, all, in all life journey... Not what have we lost, but what have we that question. Well, probably and like what you said to to actually deeply search it, to to not even you know take anything less than the hugest hugest uncovering of right. what have we gained, because rather was, than what have we lost. It's what we want to do in that question. What have I lost? We want to go deep in that. Hmm. It feels so natural and right, but it's error. It's error. And Pearl, I want you to talk about. And we've, you've talked about this on the potty, but it it, it suits to be brought up here again when you talked about your experience on the Graves Forum mm, and and, yeah. it's, and there was a whole forum. Pearl, talk about oh, that. I, I mean, I've said this over and over, but we, we've got to realize not everyone listens to every podcast. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, right? Um, <laughs> you know, so about three years ago, I guess, yeah, when we first started this party, I was walking through a diagnosis where um, I had a hyperthyroid hyper and so it was it was pretty affecting my health. So I went and did blood work and they did ultrasounds of it all and that. And they diagnosed me with Graves, which was so weird. So grave. So grave. And it was pretty grave at the time, you know, all these things. So I thought, well, you know, they put me on medication at first. But I want to say right now, I've walked out of all of it. My thyroid is healed. I, I'm, my thyroid's brilliant right now. I don't have Graves. But so I, I thought support, right? Support. So I went on a grave support group, Facebook group, and, you know, people were helping one another, but there was a feeling, a sense of despondency and loss all over it. And then there was one, one post that said, what has grave stolen from you? 
And then, and it just went on and on. It was, it must have had about a thousand replies. And it wasn't that big a group. There were maybe like six, seven thousand people in this group. And it was just like everyone would just list it, you know, it's stolen my energy. It has stolen my relationship. It's stolen my happiness. It's stolen my sleep. It's stolen the foods I used to eat. It went on and on. And each person said their thing. And I was just like getting into my heart. And I was like, is this for you, Pearl? Is this you? Should. And then I just realized, no. It will not. And I went right then and there and I said it out loud and I unfollowed the group and I said, it will not steal a thing from me. So good. And now I look back and I thought, you know what that walking through that journey did, Serene? I did. I gained so much. I gained for the first time. That's that's when I started realizing I had to get rid of my fear because, you know, there was also the question of did I have thyroid cancer and they wanted to look at a nodule and they're going back and forth and all of this. And that was a time when I gained faith Mm -hmm. because I was at a crossroad like Mm -hmm. you've been, Serene, at a crossroad. Do I go down in this? Mm -hmm. Do I allow myself to be in this pit of Mm -hmm. reflection where it's actually bad for my body? Yes, I grieve my baby, Mm -hmm. but there's a path forward. Mm -hmm. Or do I stay in this path looking back? And I was at that crossroad. And 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 I and what have I gained from that? I'm happy for that experience. I gained faith. Faith mm. is now a banner I wear over my that life. Is so good. That is so good. That is so good. So what we've gained is mm-hmm. all is what we need to look at. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is the party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. You know, we've been talking about spiritual things too. You know, I talked about how, you know, God redeems, he reinvents and there's and and there's nothing that you walk through that he can't make beautiful. But but those who they're listening here and that don't believe, it's your path too to 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 only ask the question, what have I gained? And to never ask the question, what have I lost? Because it's the only path of life. Mm-hmm. It's the only path that allows you to experience joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so whether you whether you whether you feel a deep spiritual connection to to an anchor in your life of why um, why you, you can gain through trials. The 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 question of of losing and and what's stolen of you. It's even if you don't believe that's that's only going to bring that's only going to bring depression and depression breeds depression. Now, now we can even in this trial of life, in these things that we go through, lose loved ones, right? It's called mm-hmm. loss. Yeah. Right? Yes. But for those of us who do believe it is, it is a gain for their bodies right. to be go to be with the Father. I mean, it's a gain for them. That's what Peter said yes. in the Bible, right? Yes. If you're a believer, he said, but to live, mm-hmm. I mean, to die is gain. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's a different perspective. Of course, yes. we, we miss and of course, we grieve. Yes. And of course, you know, we have these memories and we, and we look with but love, we can look at thankfulness at the yes, memories. Yes. You know. So it's yeah, so you're not denying if you've if you've lost a love or you're not denying and, and and my babies, even though I didn't get to hold them in my arms, and that's so much more intensely difficult for those who have had to do that. But you're not we're not denying the loss of that. Like I'm still very tender that I won't know them on this side of eternity. Mm. But the gain is so much more than the loss mm. when when we look at it proper properly. You know, um when we look at at eternity and and so when we look at i just feel like when we concentrate on the loss it becomes bigger than than the gain and um 
and I think sometimes things that, that I don't know how I haven't really thought this out, but it's just coming to my mind right now. And if it doesn't make sense, then throw it away. But you know that beautiful scripture how you know life comes through like when a grain a grain of wheat falls to the floor, floor to the ground, you know the the seed goes in and it makes a harvest of life. Sometimes hard times and hard things and trials and even death produces life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it feels so strange to bring it forth just to to more, you know, less heart-wrenching um, issues. But I'd like to bring it around to our journey too because, we, I mean, we just really did with the, the question of the grades, but a lot of people um, – they ask, they, they ask that and they take inventory, even just in things like um, how they're feeling during, during the week, you know, uh, or just things like, you know, they'll, they'll think of the loss through sicknesses, they'll think of the loss through trials, they'll think, but not death trials, but just things that they're going through. Like even just with 2020, the loss of movie theaters, the loss of, you know, going out to restaurants, the loss of, you know, people go th- if they have a loss of a dream they they encounter the loss instead of the things that they've gained through it just think about charlie you know your husband and the way he had that dream of of um because he was such an incredible songwriter and he had a dream of of making money in the music industry not necessarily yeah. what he's doing now yeah but he has gained so much i mean he is, wouldn't be the man that he is now yeah. had he not lost that and gained what he's gained now. So true. You know, I think of my house when it burned down mm-hmm. and I lost. The hardest thing for me was losing all the photos and videos mm-hmm. of my children. I'd scrapbooked every mm-hmm. year of my life. And that was my thing. I I chronicled all their journeys, all their births, everything, every mm-hmm. day, you know. And they were my greatest possession. I always I always used to think if there's a fire, I'm going to grab my scrapbooks, you know, after, the, mm-hmm. after I've grabbed the children. So they were lost, completely lost. And sometimes I'm still like serene, like you said, and it sounds ridiculous. Ridiculous because you lost babies. But sometimes because I've lost all those details and I can't remember them all, I'm like, I long, I long to see the pictures of my babies. Yeah. I wish I could read what I wrote about that birth yes. because my children said, now what time did you have me, mom? And I'm like, oh, go see the scrapbook. No, it's not there. Yeah. So it sounds yes. ridiculous, but no, it's, it's almost like this thing in my life where I was felt duped. I felt duped. Like, mm-hmm. how could I lose such preciousness? Mm-hmm. But you know, I look back, and and it, and someone said to me the other day, it, "But you, but you've got that in your heart, right? All those memories are in your heart. And what did you gain out of that? Actually, out of that fire arose such amazing things for our family. And you know what? I mean, you probably you probably revisit those memories in your heart more I than do. if you could just haphazardly go check a scrapbook every yeah. now and then. And that fire, it was. I mean, look at the beautiful house we live in now, and and just um at Amazing things have happened out of that fire. I, I've gained so much mm-hmm. from that experience. So I'm now, even hearing this today, Serena, I'm not going to go return to those thoughts that said, oh, Pearl, the loss of all your photos. Because sometimes I'd still go there mm-hmm. and I just, I just think about it. Yeah, but I'm just going to focus on what I've gained. Danny, do you have something to say? And I'm just like underwater in the ocean of Serene's truth right now. It's not my truth, Danny. No, it's not mine. But I'm glad to. I'm glad to have been given the gift of of um, just let him letting uh, soothing my heart by by God let, soothing my heart by letting me have a glimpse of this understanding. Yeah. What if you could rewrite your past? Hmm. Like every everybody, I've heard that so much 
from friends sharing stories, their mistakes they've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm at the age now where so many of my friends have just lamented to me about mm-hmm. what happened in the past mm-hmm. and the, the decisions they made. And I've just heard from someone who I thought lost two babies this year. That's, that's what I thought happened. <laughs> but what was, what was her reality? You know, there was, there was all this gain, all these things she gained this year. And who, like, like what is real? What, you know, everybody would say, well, that, this happened in my past, and therefore it means this, you know? Right. We take what happens in our life and we make it mean something. We do. We apply, we apply the meaning. Yeah, and that's, uh, you're right, Daniel. That's what Serene's saying. No, I choose to think of that time as growing closer with my family, precious talks with my husband, understand. I love it when you said, Serena, just broke. When you said understanding the mother's, you know, love for a baby. I mean, even understanding, even even experiencing all the emotions and the, the hormones and the thoughts and, and all of that. That that grief itself was this Again. beautiful experience <laughs> to, to know the depth of your love yeah. when, once it was lost. Not even bury it, but to know it. To know it. And look at that as a gain. Yeah. Well, it just, it just feels precious to me. I don't know. Just ever since probing deeply into that question of what I've gained, I feel so rich. Oh. I feel so like 2020 has been such a... A year full of treasures for me. Like, like I just feel like I'm coming out of 2020, feeling, wow, what a productive year! What, what a, what a year full of of preciousness. Um, yeah, I just, I feel blessed in every way. But you know, beforehand, when I was being tugged towards the other question, I didn't even want to start decorating for it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, like take the pumpkin and shove it back out in the shed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I'm meant to be having a rounded belly at this time. Yeah, you know, shove the pumpkin back. (laughs) Don't bring out the pumpkin spice and vanilla and maple syrup, please. Mm -hmm. But you know, no, I feel I do. I feel so blessed. I'm so I'm so excited. I'm I'm actually more excited about this holiday season coming up than even I normally am, just because I've just got such a sense of of joy about it. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? (laughs) Serene. This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. I do want to say, I've read this amazing poem growing up. I love George MacDonald. Mm. Do you love George MacDonald? Uh, I, I think I love him when you speak about him, but okay, I haven't really amazing, loved him for myself yet. This amazing poem. <laughs> the first miscarriage I had 18 years ago, um, my husband, he loved George MacDonald. He introduced him t- to me. Um, not, I mean, the guy's dead. He's an author of uh, like hundred years ago, but, um, he introduced his works to me and, and that there's a beautiful poem about the girl who lost things. It's called the girl who lost things. If you want to Google it, but, um, it's a beautiful poem in our family. And then last Christmas Eve, my mother-in-law came over and she'd had a hard year. She, she lost many of her family members, um, and she'd recently had lost her mother to Alzheimer's and she'd lost other uh, aunts and uncles. And, you know, she just, and she, you know, she's a widow. And so, and she lives alone. And, and she, we asked her to read out that, not thinking, we just really loved that poem. And so not thinking that she was going to really get emotional about it. It was so beautiful. She read it aloud and, and she started bawling her eyes out because in the end it's talking about the girl who thought she'd lost things found that everything she thought was lost was actually found. 
It's a beautiful poem. It's amazing. I was going to read it out, but I forgot to to, to bring the book. Um, but but if you want to look it up on Google, I'm sure you could find it, maybe. But then I, I just wrote this. It's not my journal, but I wrote it on a piece of paper. What we thought was lost maybe is not lost after all. Or maybe what is lost is not as big as what is gained. But it's all in the right question and the courage to search it out, to let go of the losses mindset, to claim the gain mindset, the blessing mindset. Sometimes not only is there a mindset change to realize the gains and blessings, but the actions that follow a change mindset. When you think differently, and this sounds so like Danny right now, I feel like I'm reading from a Danny book. When you think differently, your world responds differently. It's a different domino effect. Fear is a harvest as much as faith. Depression breeds depression. Negativity destroys. We will act out how we think, and this creates a different life for us. That sounds like Danny, that last yeah, line. it does. Because he always talks about, what if I could... And I, like you said with your, with your friends, they can recreate the past and the fact that they can view it a whole different, much differently. And I, was, and I want to shut up here, but I was reading, you know, and I wish I could find it right now, but it was talking about how godly sorrow... Um, and the world leads to, to I don't know, it was Greece saying, but godly sorrow. And I'll find it. It actually leads to, but it's in this beautiful translation. I love it. Um. It actually leads to something different. So you can have sorrow. And, and in one way, it can lead to devastation, but godly sorrow, it, it leads, led to life. And so you can have a loss, but mm. what are you going to let it lead to? You know, it depends on it depends on it what you're using. Godly sorrow on. brings repentance that leads to salvation. But oh. you probably had a better. Yeah, it was it was just kind of went with the the feel a little bit better. And you know, it feels really trite for me after all your deep thoughts to bring this round to our trim healthy mama journeys. No, but it's not trite. But it is huge. You know, when you when we look and uh, of the mindset of what what have I what have I lost now that I'm honoring my body in a healthy way okay what have I lost do I lament over the loss of you know the sugar my my foods that Mm. were a comfort to me yeah no this is not trite this is good or what have I gained you know and and I feel like Serene when you said that question for you it's like the dvd player it's an error you know you just you just spit it out no I choose that doesn't even work in my brain I think we have to get to that place too whereas it's not what i've lost it's only what i'm gaining Mm -hmm. it's so because what we dwell on steers the path of our journey or it it absolutely recreates our life right danny that's what you're saying yeah well um you know i'll i'll uh i'll plagiarize someone who said it much better than me the eye is the lamp of the body yeah and if the eye is dark the whole body's filled with darkness mm-hmm. you know and and that speaks of perspective mm-hmm. and how you viewed your past or the events that happened is completely your choice and not at first obviously it comes upon you you know that's not your choice the the event happens and we react emotionally first mm-hmm. but how are you going to perceive this long term what does this mean a thousand years from now? Is it lost? I mean, I, as you were talking, I'm reading through the George MacDonald poem, The Girl That Lost Things. Oh, you, quite long yeah. And I'm about to freak out. Yeah. Because it's just beautiful. You need, you need, I'm not going to read any of it. You need to look this up. The Girl That Lost Things by George MacDonald. But um, we decide. I mean, we absolutely decide what happened and what it means. And... You know, I mean, I'm. I was just thinking about how grateful I I am for my 
one year of of basically mental torture that mm-hmm. I lived in that you guys were a part of and I was I wore it on my sleeve I wasn't quiet about it because I was desperate I, I mean it, I was I had never been weaker and I have no regrets I I fought the dragon mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of death anymore mm-hmm. yeah I'll feel a little pain in my tummy here and there and I'm like you are nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you so are. Good. That means nothing. Yeah. I used to feel the slightest ache. Like Pearl used to say, like if you feel it in your knee, you never panic. But it's yeah. it's that midsection. <laughs> it's that core. It's those glandular. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you panic. And I'm if if I if if I'm dead by end of year, my children are fine. Mm-hmm. My family's fine. My legacy is sure. I've done my my thing here. I did it. You know, interesting. I mean, this podcast is going out not today, actually. I don't know when this is going out. Probably a couple of weeks from now. So today, I turn on Fox News. It was just playing in the background. And listen, love them, I hate them. I don't care. This is not political, but they had Rush Limbaugh on. And he, he doesn't go on TV hardly ever at all. So I, I turned it up because I heard that he had stage four liver cancer. So I wanted to see what what he was saying, and they said, you know, Rush, it was ending the interview, and it was all about politics and everything, but they, they, they he, um, she said, what do you just want to say to everyone listening right now? I mean, considering your diagnosis, you know, it's his diagnosis, they've called it terminal, mm-hmm. although he, he's believing in fighting. Mm-hmm. And he said, I just, I just want to say I'm thankful. He said, I'm the most blessed man Right now, even right now, he said, I woke up this morning. I got up this morning. I'm thankful for that. Wow. I'm thankful for my wife. I mean, thank, I, I, I shouldn't be here. I'm here. But he just went on and on about the thanks. Nothing about what he's going through. It was he's just, probed the question deeply. He has. And he decided to just be thankful. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've learned through. So he just went on and on. I'm like, how are you real? How are you true? How are you saying this with your diagnosis? And he just kept saying it. I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. I found the verse, and, and, and it doesn't really like 100% perfectly relate, but I, I felt, like a, felt like there was something in it that, that just connected with what we're talking about. Um, and I'll read it out to you. But, you know, this is talking about repentance and, and blah, blah. But I, I feel like you, could, you can experience something and it's okay, but there's, there, is a, there is a right way to experience it and a wrong way to experience it. And that's what I get from this verse. Um, even though I, you know, what it's particularly talking about, I agree with too. But it says, now I'm overjoyed. This is, this is 2 Corinthians 7, starts with verse 9. Now I'm overjoyed, not because I made you sad, but because your grief, your grief led you to a deep repentance. You experienced godly sorrow, and as God intended, it brought about gain for you, not loss, so that no harm has been done by us. God designed us to feel remorse over sin in order to produce repentance that leads to victory. This leaves us with no regrets, but the sorrow of the world works death. And what I, what I get out of that is there is a sorrow that leads to death and there is a sorrow that leads to great victory. That's mm, true. I think we're done, ladies and gentlemen. And then I'll be mama.